are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to another episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I want to thank you for making the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast your very first listen every single day. You can find the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts at, and also on YouTube by searching Locked On Hawkeyes. And as always, I am your host, Wright Hillpiper. Now, before we get into things today, I want to quickly, quickly mention Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting, sports, needs and sports info as well you can find all of the latest odds news and sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs major league baseball scores fights and even next season's nfl futures bet online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more so head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online it is where the game starts now there is a couple different things that I want to talk about today, and I say a couple because I only have two things that I want to talk about today, um, but one of them is a very big topic that I have a lot of um, a lot of opinions on, um, and then the other one is our story of the day, my absolute favorite story of the day that we have had on the podcast so far um, this year. It, it combines two of my, my biggest passions, those being football and music, so we will get into that a little bit later in the episode. I do want to give you a fair warning. Today's episode may be a little bit shorter uh, because I do only have two topics to talk about, um, but they are very, very important topics to me, um, especially the second one. I, I can't wait to get into our story of the day today. It's absolutely amazing, uh, very, very heartwarming, so I cannot wait to get into that today. The first thing that I want to talk about, though, is Iowa's athletic director, Gary Barta. Now, Gary Barta... Um, obviously he's tied up with the whole, uh, racial discrimination lawsuit as well. So he's got a little, a uh, little bit of stuff going on, uh, over his head at the moment as well as several other Iowa coaches. That's not what this is about. This is about, um, Gary Barta recently went on a podcast. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast and I don't want to shout them out because they're a competitor, obviously. Um, so he went on a podcast and he was talking about the whole NIL deal, uh, the name, image, and likeness deal uh, that the NCAA passed, um, I believe it was 13 months ago now, um, where players or like college athletes can now make money off of their name, their image, and their likeness, as the name suggests, obviously. Um, and Gary Barter has some interesting opinions about that. So athletes currently, there is a rule that says that athletes are allowed to transfer schools one time. Um, in their college career without having to skip a year. Uh, basically, like before this rule was put in place, if you transferred to another school, you would have to sit out for an entire season uh, before you were allowed to play again. And this rule makes it so that athletes are allowed to transfer one time without having to sit out for a season. So Barta wants this rule to be gone because he thinks it's causing athletes to transfer to different schools uh, simply to make money. Uh, like these schools are offering athletes, you know, a bunch of money to come and play for, you know, whatever school it is, um, which is illegal, by the way. It is illegal for schools to offer student athletes money to come play for um, their school specifically, but it is not illegal for 
brands and businesses to, you know, promote products and stuff like that through student athletes. So Barta said, quote, NIL is a good thing. And actually that part of it is going well on our campus. But what has happened, it is now being used for recruiting inducements that will, that was never intended. It is still against the rules, but is blatantly being abused. You don't have to lose your scholarship, but you must sit out a year because we can control that. And I think that would slow down the NIL deals because a booster isn't going to offer a student athlete a big sum of money if they know they have to sit out a year. I don't understand why Barta cares about this so much. And I, the only reason that I can come up with personally on why Barta cares about this so much is because I there have been a few transfers from Iowa to different schools, the most recent being um, an Iowa basketball player, Joe Toussaint, uh, who transferred to, I believe, either West Virginia or Virginia, uh, one of those two. Um, uh, he entered the transfer portal and ended up going over there. So I still don't. I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me why Barta cares about this so much unless he thinks that Iowa athletes are leaving to go chase money at some other schools. And as far as the whole like coaches and boosters offering student athletes money to come play for, you know, their school, that has been happening for a very, very long time. This is not a new thing. This wasn't, I mean, this wasn't something that all of a sudden started happening because of this NIL deal thing. And Bart is not saying that either. I just want to express that. Uh, it's been happening all over the NCAA for years and years and years. And Alabama had that scandal, obviously, a while ago um, with, you know, paying players to come play for their team or whatever. That's never going to stop. Never. It, it's been going on for a very long time and it's never going to stop. Schools are always going to pay student athletes to come play for them, regardless of the fact that it is illegal. It's always going to happen. And I bet you that at some point, at some point in Iowa's history, they have done that as well. I can't prove that. Obviously, you can't prove that any school has done that unless it's actually been proven in court already, like with the Alabama thing. You can't prove that, but I guarantee that at some point Iowa has paid a player or two to come to their school and play. Now, I'm not bashing Iowa and I'm not bashing any other college school out there, but it's a very, very common thing. And it happens every single year in the recruiting class. It continues to happen and it will continue to happen for the rest of the remaining time that college sports are a thing. And it's not just football either. It's Baseball, softball, track, wrestling, golf, whatever you want or whatever you want to, you know, imagine it as, that's what it is. It's coaches, boosters, athletic directors, whoever it is, paying these kids money to come, you know, um, come play for them. And I'm, I'm going to try my best to give you an example of a loophole on how schools could get around this. So say for example, that Kirk Ferentz, right. And I'm not saying that what I'm about to say is not true. This is just an example of what I'm talking about. So say that Kirk Ferentz has a buddy that is one of the higher ups at Nike, right? He's uh, he makes a lot of decisions, whatever his role is, whatever. Let's say for a second that Kirk Ferentz is personal good buddies with the CEO of Nike, whoever that is. I don't know who it is, but let's say that he is. Let's say that Kirk Ferentz says, you know, to his good buddy, Hey, I'll, uh, I'll invest in your, I'll invest in Nike. I'll buy stocks in Nike. If you give a bunch of, you know, Nike merchandise to this player so that he'll come play for Iowa and schools have been doing stuff like that, like trying to get a loophole out of it for a very long time to do things like that. And that still happens as well. It is still not allowed. 
um, but it's, you know, sort of a loophole for uh, different schools to get around that sort of thing. But I don't, I, I mean, Bart has been AD since 06. It, it has happened since Barta has been there. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's happened all over college football. College football is, you know, the sort of prime center for the whole paying student athletes to come play for whatever school. But Barta's been the AD since 06, like I said. I guarantee that at some point from 2006 to 2022 that Iowa has paid or used some sort of loophole like the one that I mentioned earlier to get a student athlete to come play for them. Am I saying that Iowa now let me let me rephrase this so that you know people don't get upset. There's a possibility that Iowa has not done that because it is illegal, but there's a very good possibility that Iowa do, has done that. And I, I I say this in in a in in the sense of a true college football fan that it it happens. It happens everywhere. It happens in Iowa. Happens at Iowa State. It happens at all of these major major schools. It happens at Alabama. It happens at Georgia. It happens at Clemson. It happens everywhere all over the country. And what Bart is saying right now is that he wants you know he wants to control it so that you know when you when people transfer to different schools they have to sit out for a year. And Bart has said in his quote that he can control that. Now I'm wondering if that means that. When, you know, when people want to transfer from different schools over to Iowa to play sports, does that mean that Barta is going to force them to sit out for a season? Now, he didn't say that directly, but he did say that he can, you know, they have to sit out because he can control that. And now uh, let me get this straight. I'm not, I'm not bashing on Barta either. I'm not bashing on him as an AD. He's a great AD, but what he's saying doesn't really make any sense because you know that if another student, another student athlete wants to transfer from whatever school to come to Iowa, especially if they're a huge star, if they're, you know, a great athlete, Bart is not going to want them to sit out for a season. That's where I get confused. Now, please, please message me on Instagram, message me on Twitter, counteract my argument. You know what I mean? Talk to me about this. I want to know what your guys' opinions and views on this are. Because it doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm very confused about what Barta is going for, like what he's trying to stand for here. And I understand that he wants the rule gone. But if that rule does go away, that doesn't benefit Iowa. You know what I mean? And the rule being here doesn't necessarily benefit Iowa either, but it doesn't necessarily benefit any school in the NCAA. And that rule not being there doesn't necessarily benefit any school in the NCAA. So I, I'm, I'm confused what Barta's stance here is and what he's trying to get at. Like... I don't understand. And regardless of the money on top of that, regardless of the money, student athletes are going to transfer to different schools for whatever possible reason that there could be. They could not like the coaching staff that they currently have. They could not like the professors that they have. They could not like the dorm that they live in, whatever it is. Student athletes transfer for different reasons all the time. Students, regular students that don't play any sports transfer all of the time for those same exact reasons. And let's not act like students and student athletes are two completely different people. Yes, one of the, one group plays sports, one group doesn't. But they're all people. They're all college students. I'm a college student. I went through, I think, four or five different roommates in my first year at Iowa Central. Granted, all of them were terrible. I ended up living by myself. But that's besides the point. People are going to transfer from one school to another for whatever reason that they possibly could want. Maybe their parents are moving to that state and they want to be close to their parents. 
I, I think Varda needs to stop acting like students and or student athletes are leaving Iowa because some other school is paying them money. Obviously, it's a possibility that these other schools are paying these student athletes more money or not more money, but money in general. But that's not necessarily true either, right? And honestly, my whole stance on the thing is that you have to let the kids play. Now, I know that's cliche and you hear that all the time. Stop talking about the money because it's not the biggest thing here. The biggest thing to a lot of these student athletes is getting to the professional level where they can actually make money. And for some, that's not the case. For some college athletes, they they don't have aspirations to go, you know, play professional football or baseball or, you know, whatever it is. They just want to go through college, play their sport and be done. But let them play. Why are you making them sit out? I never understood that to begin with. I never understood the rule. And it's the same in high school sports. If you transfer to another school, you have to sit out for a season, a a season of a sport that you play. It's a little bit easier for high school because most kids play multiple sports. But, and and somebody tell me, somebody tell me, because I don't know. I, I, I personally do not know. Somebody tell me why in the first place did, you know, did they make players sit out for a season? You know, why, why, why was that a thing? I don't understand it. I've never understood it. I didn't understand it in high school. Uh, so it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Let the kids play because I guarantee that most of the time they are not transferring because some school is paying them a bunch of money to transfer. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, personally, it wouldn't matter to me if I was in that situation, if I, you know, enjoyed my coaching staff, I enjoyed the facilities, I enjoyed the classes I I was in, I enjoyed all of the friends that I had in college. It would have to be a pretty hefty amount of money for me to get to transfer, especially to another state to play the exact same sport that I'm playing at the college that I'm already at, especially if I already enjoy that college. So I don't understand where this is coming from. I don't understand where Bart is coming from. And personally, I don't think that a lot of these student athletes are transferring for money because they can get NIL deals in the state that they're in. Most NIL deals come from businesses and brands and whatever it is. A lot of these kids, and I guarantee that, you know, coaches and ADs and, you know, programs have like the whole paying athletes to come play has gone down since NIL has been passed. Um, obviously it hasn't stopped, but I think that it's probably slowed down a little bit since then because players can make money through other ways. They don't need, you know, these schools to pay them large amounts of money to come play for them. So somebody please explain this to me in on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. I don't care. Message me. Tell me what, tell me what your view on this is, because I'm very interested in what you guys have to say, because I, I, I have, I mean, I, like I said, I have my set opinion, let the kids play. It doesn't make any sense to me why they shouldn't be able, why they have to sit out for a year. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. So please DM me, personal message me, whatever you want to call it. Email me for all I care. None of you have my email and I'm not going to share that with you either, but you know what I mean? Hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are because I don't understand. Schools paying athletes to come play at their university has been going on long before the NIL was a thing and it will continue to happen even if this rule goes back, if this rule goes back to, you know, student athletes do have to wait and sit out a year, it's not going to affect anything. It's schools are still going to pay these kids to come play there. 
now they these kids might not get that money until they can actually play i don't know how all that works because i've never experienced that so just let them play stop stop trying to make barda i don't agree with you i do not i do not agree with you at all zero percent on this whatsoever and i'm sure there's people out there that agree with barda and i'm sure there's people out there that agree with me that are listening to this right now so let me know your thoughts if you agree with barda let me know if you agree with me let me know i'd love to hear it it just doesn't it doesn't register with me i don't understand why he feels the need to be like well no they have to sit out and that's something that we can control and blah 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 why why do you want to control that why do you want to make them sit out so they can develop more. If they're a junior transferring to another school for their senior year, why make them sit out? Uh, I, it doesn't, it doesn't register with me. And I know that all of you who are listening on Spotify or Apple music can't see my facial expressions in my hands. I talk a lot with, with like, I use my hands when I talk a, a lot. So a lot of you aren't going to understand this, but just let the kids play, let them play. Who cares? Who cares that they're transferring? Let them play. Anyways, I'm I'm sorry. I'm a little tired while recording this, so I'm I'm very, very, very emotionally invested in this. So I I, I don't understand where Bart is coming from. I don't understand why they had to sit out for a year to begin with until this rule was you know brought upon it. Um, but I don't, I don't understand where Bart is coming from. So please somebody disagree with me or agree with me. I don't care. Either one, whatever you want to do, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your opinions. I know I've said that 74 times now, but I want to make it clear. I want to know what you guys want, or I want to know what you guys think about this, because this is, this is one of the more controversial topics for me personally that I've had on this podcast, because I have a lot of strong differing opinions from what Iowa is going for here. And I don't know what Kirk Ferentz thinks about this. And I don't know what the rest of Iowa's coaching staffs think about this um, other than Barta. So please let me know what your thoughts are. I just, I don't understand. This episode is full of hot takes from this segment alone, just because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I could be, I could just be dumb. I could be not realizing that there's, you know, something that goes on within the whole college athletics thing. So if there is something that I'm missing here, let me know because I don't understand. I I fully do not understand why Barta thinks it's a good idea to make people sit out, especially if they're coming to Iowa from a different school. You really think that Barta is going to have some kid transfer from, I don't know, Boise state to come play for Iowa to play football and say he was a, a five-star recruit out of high school and he's done nothing but put up you know, double digit sack season as a linebacker or whatever. Do you really think that Barta is going to make him sit out a season? No, he's not. I don't care. Barta can, Barta can say, Oh, well, you know, they, they have to sit out because that's what's right. And you know, I have to make sure they're not doing it for the money. Blah, 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 blah. He's not going to do that. And granted, that's a very unlikely opportunity that something like that will happen. But still, why 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 are you why barda i don't understand this is normally with iowa's decisions on stuff like like sports and stuff like that mostly i agree with it but this is the one time where i've looked at something that iowa has stood up and spoke about and been like that makes absolutely no sense so for the 77th time somebody please let me know what I'm missing here or, you know, what, what, what the problem with this is like, why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm right. I want to know, please, please let me know.
Anyways, before we get into the story of the day today, by the way, it is about Dallas Jacobus. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, you are about to. Before we get into that, I want to really quickly talk about Bet Online one more time. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball season. UFC, MMA fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Now, Dallas Jacobus, which is a very interesting last name. Uh, If you don't know who Dallas Jacobus is, uh, he is a former Iowa offensive lineman. He played for them, uh, I believe his last season was 2020. Um, he played for them all four years. He was a walk-on uh, back in, um, I, I don't know what year it would have been. He was a walk-on in Iowa. He didn't get much playing time. I looked up his stats. I was hoping to talk about them a little bit, but his stats say that he played through, I believe, 19 games, uh, didn't start through those games, but played in 19 games and only recorded one tackle. So regardless of that, this, this, this segment has absolutely zero to do with how he played at Iowa, uh, but all to do with the fact that he did play for Iowa in the first place. So Dallas Jacobus, if you haven't heard, um, recently put out a song, I believe it came out May. um, I want to say it came out today, but I could be wrong. Anyways, He put out a song called We Wave. Now, I listened to this song. This is not an ad. I promise you this is not an ad. Go listen to the song. It is amazing. If you don't like country music, listen to it anyway. It is a country song. But it's an amazing song. If you don't know what the wave is, and if you you don't know what the wave is, and you're a Hawkeye fan, you're not a Hawkeye fan. Anyways, if you don't know, I'll explain it to you. So after the first quarter of every home football game, um, Iowa does this thing where all of the fans and all of the coaches and all of the players turn around to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital and wave to them for a few minutes while all of the kids wave back. The number one college tradition, the number one college football tradition out there. It's only been going on since 2017, granted, because that's when the facility uh, that is currently there was put up. But by far and away, 100% by far the number one college sports tradition. In my opinion, I hope you agree with me. Um, it's absolutely amazing. I've had the opportunity to be a part of it a few times, and it is, it's, it's very heartwarming. It's absolutely amazing to see. And it's, it's, one of the, it's the greatest college football tr- tradition, not only because it's so heartwarming and that it's for such a good cause, but every team that comes and plays Iowa in a home game does it as well. It's not like, you know, they come and they sit on the sidelines and they just sit there and wait for the wave to be over. No, if I was playing Nebraska, every single one of those coaches, every single one of those players, the refs, the chain gang, the security guards at the event, every single person in the stadium, over 60,000 people are standing up, they're waving to this children's hospital. It's absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen it or you have not been a part of it, please look it up on YouTube. It's it's absolutely amazing. Anyway, you know, most schools have, you know, like more normal traditions, if you want to say, like Penn State has its whiteout game or Wisconsin, you know, has that jump around thing that they do. But this is just, this is unlike any other tradition in college sports whatsoever. 
back in 2017, a woman named Carista, Krista, sorry, not Carista, Krista Young suggested in a Facebook post that a, quote, wave to the kids moment should be held during home games to support the children and families going through hard times. A lot of people probably do not know that 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 was the lady that started it back in 2017. She posted to a Facebook group um, after the facility was built. She was like, hey, you know, this overlooks the entire field. We should, you know, wave to the kids at some point during the game. And it's been going on every home game since then. Um, So now back to what I was talking about, the song. Dallas Jacobus released a song um, called We Wave, as I mentioned, about this wave and what it means to the families and the children in the hospital, what it means to the fans, what it means to the players and the coaches and the University of Iowa as a whole. It's an amazing song. As I said, this is not an ad. This is an amazing song. Please go check it out. I believe it is on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music. Go check it out. This is a free promo for Dallas Jacobus. Please go check it out. It's his first single. It's an amazing song. I, I listened to it at work today as well. It's, it's amazing. So please, please go check that out. You won't regret it. It's an absolutely amazing song. So that is it for today's episode. I thought we were going to run a little bit short, but I think we're right around 25 minutes right now. Uh, so thank you for tuning in today's episode. Um, hopefully tomorrow we will have LaShawn Daniels on, um, to talk a little bit about, uh, some more Iowa football. So be looking forward to that. Um, Make sure you go follow me on Twitter, on Instagram as well. You, I'd rather you follow me on Twitter. I use that more for the podcast than I do my Instagram. So I believe that is right here. So you can go follow me on Twitter and you can go follow the Locked on Hawkeyes page on Twitter and on Instagram as well at Locked on Iowa. And Locked on Hawkeyes now has a Facebook page. So you can go look them up, join that. Um, as I mentioned earlier, please message me about the whole BARDA thing. Um, I'll be happy to look at those and respond to those as well. Um, I try to respond to comments uh, or DMs that I get. Uh, I don't have time to respond to them. I work every day of the week. Well, I work six days a week anyways. So um, I don't have time to open a lot of those, but please go check it out. Um, Please go check out those pages and let me know what your thoughts are on the whole Barda situation. And please go listen to that song. It's amazing. It's a great country song. If you don't like country music, listen to it anyway. And if you do, you'll love this song. So uh, once again, thank you all for tuning in today's episode and we will see you all tomorrow.